Welcome back, everybody, to episode 15 of the Valkyrie Cast, a podcast about movies, TV, and video games. I'm your host, Matt. Joining me today, we have the man who will not stop modding his Jeep until he can climb to the top of Mount Everest. We have Tommy. One day, I will freeze up there. (laughs) Our next host decorated his living room with Destiny apparel today. We have... My brother, Drew. This is true. I'm so excited about Destiny 2, and my wife keeps talking about decorating for fall, and I said no, so I took my 3D printed thorn and some ghost I had and a little Lego ship Destiny thing, and looks good up there. She wasn't happy when she came home, but... Right on the, right on the mantle. Yeah, right on the mantle. It's great. <laughs> so the question, though, is... Ever, pretty much everybody else in our clan is super pumped about Destiny 2. At the point of recording this, it launches tonight at midnight. Tonight. Are you staying up, Drew? I am. I actually don't have to work tomorrow. I'm not. Now, we've got some guys in our clan, and we have a big Destiny clan, that they're like, you know, they're, they some of them took naps. They're probably taking naps, like, right now as we record this at, like, 8.45, because they're, that like, dedication. midnight until breakfast and i'm like you know what i'm getting a little too old for that i'll get on and make my character and (laughs) you know wish them luck and then i've i've got to be up early tomorrow for some stuff uh for some real life stuff so i'll just play all day tomorrow but destiny 2 man comes out tomorrow so we're excited about that i am at least Mm -hmm. and uh i've been very good i've been done very well about keeping my hype at a low uh, though my girlfriend would not agree with that because I keep mentioning it and she's like, oh my gosh, you're going to cheat on me with this other video game. She calls Destiny my side bay. Yeah, and my wife calls it Destiny my, is really my cheap, funny. cheap whore. That's, that's <laughs> funny. That's what my wife says about my Jeep. Like, <laughs> I, I even had someone on Instagram go, uh, so I'm assuming the wife is just out of the picture at this point because all I was posting was Jeep photos. And <laughs> Hashtag temperance. <laughs> but yeah, so if you don't know what Destiny 2 is, as far as opening news for us goes, Destiny 2 is an open-world first-person shooter. Uh, it's a little bit of everything. Um, I heard, it, in, and it's really great. You should definitely check it out. Um, I heard somebody, actually Polygon.com did their like pre-review of it, and their tagline was, it's it's the same Destiny as it always been, just without bullcrap. Uh, which is encouraging because if you've ever played Destiny as much love as you have for it, there's also equal amounts frustration with it. But it hopefully, at least it seems like they fixed some of that. So pretty excited about it. It's like an abusive relationship. Yeah. 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 Like decipher engrams that you worked hard for and you just get crappy weapons and gear and everything. That's true, man. But you keep coming back. Keep yeah, I'm back. excited for it. I, I myself have work tomorrow, so um I will. I might stay up to midnight just to see if it'll launch and make a character. But uh, that's a big question. In I, of itself. The sad part is I could have taken time off. Like I've got plenty of time I could have taken off. But uh, yesterday was Labor Day, and I actually had uh, another day off, so I had a four day weekend. <laughs> and so I just kind of feel bad if I ta- if I came worked one day and then took a whole another day off. So probably not going to do that. But really excited to play it. I'll probably put a lot of time in it this weekend when I get some free time. Um, so. Like I said, keep, Tommy, I keep my expectations yeah. low. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually going to play this week. I'm going to skip the launch because um, actually as soon as we're done recording this podcast, I'm going to go back underneath the Jeep. I'm See. almost done with my project. See, he's still modding. I know that feeling. Forever modding. Forever modding. Yeah, it's uh, we got two-thirds of the way done, and then suddenly 
all of the bolts just ceased to function as bolts should function. And so I had to go buy a Sawzall and I'm going to take a Sawzall to a bunch of bolts. So wait, it's, I just, I just have asked bolts cease to function as bolts. Did they all just become like noodles? Uh, the opposite. They, uh, I'm pretty sure they, they have, they've, yeah, Literally. they've stiffened and they have seized to things. Oh. My front axle is hanging, not even by a bolt at this point. It's hanging by what used to be a bolt, like by a <laughs> millimeter of of just like seized metal in this bushing and so um i gotta go demolish some things hmm. uh mm-hmm. so i can replace those arms and yep. um, that's that's definitely not gonna make it to the top of mount everest not in that condition tell me but, quick question if you keep yeah. replacing one part at a time do eventually do you get a whole new jeep so basically the only thing left stock so far in this jeep is the tub the frame the engine block and the transmission. Mm. Yep. Well, there you go. Well, I'll say this: uh, I, I'm super excited to get on the road because I bought a two and a half inch lift, and it's the first time I've ever lifted a vehicle. I'm normally I like my stuff low to the ground like clay, um, but my two inch lift became a five inch lift because I don't have a hard top or doors or anything. Um, so I feel nice. really redneckish, but I can it's go awesome climb Mount Everest. It's, yeah, mm-hmm. it is. The question, Tommy, is you've been spending so much time working on your Jeep. How close to finishing the book It are you? So I know you've um, been working hard on trying to finish that before the movie deadline's comes out. deadline's coming, yeah. bud. No, I'm, I'm going to miss my goal. I'm about halfway through the book, but I spent 50 hours underneath the Jeep in the last three days. Um, so... Uh, yeah, and it looks like I just found out uh, about two hours ago I'm going to miss the initial premiere of it this Friday, which I am stoked oh. for. Um, oh. I was gonna, we were gonna go to the like the midnight release that's not at midnight. Um, the nine on o'clock Thursday. on a Thursday night yeah. release. Uh, <laughs> we were gonna go. To it. <laughs> it's just, it's just not, not nearly as sexy. Um. <laughs> We, yeah, we were going to go to the very first release and a big group of us, but now um, I had a shoot that was supposed to be tomorrow and it got pushed back to that day. And between that and our air conditioner's out, so I've got AC repairmen coming like at the crack of dawn on Friday to finally put in a new air conditioning system in our house. Like, hey, uh, it just has to take a back seat. So, but. I'm excited for it. I I love the book. The book has been fantastic. I've never really read a Stephen King book. I think I read like um what was that other Pet Cemetery. I think I read Pet Cemetery a long time ago. Oh, yeah. Um but it's been really good and uh and that is actually the perfect segue into today's topic. Um cuz we're going to talk about books to movies. Does it work? Is it bad? Is it good? What sucks? What rocks? I'm hoping it is going to be on the rock portion, but uh I'm sure you guys have all seen really good books that have just bombed on As screen. Movies. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think books to movies has a good uh, m- you know, middle ground where you know when you think of a book getting adapted to a movie, like there's plenty of good ones, there's plenty of bad ones, there's plenty of mediocre ones. It's not like the curse of video game movies. Where I was gonna ask, what's straight- better, video games to movies or books to movies? <laughs> books to movies, because there's actually been good ones. While there's <laughs> I wonder about that video though. Game one. I, I think that some of it is is as long as there have been 
movies being made, there have been books that have been turned into movies to some degree. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I think maybe that's to some degree of it is that, you know, things that work in books can work in movies well, but I think some things with video games, it's so interactive. It's just not, people haven't figured out how to do that. Like, so much of Assassin's Creed, that's the one that comes to mind off the top of my head because I just tried to do Assassin's Creed movie. I didn't even get to see it, but I heard it wasn't great. And, I, you know, so much of that that game and the story in those games is actually experiencing it and actually being able to hide and assassinate and, you know, being in these worlds. Um, you lose some of that if you're not careful in movies. But books, man, there's so much in your imagination. I think they, they just naturally can flow easier into other mediums. That's true. You know, I've never thought about it that way. But in books, you're you you have a main character that you are following, and while that's the same way in video games, even when they develop a character, you're controlling. So even when you have like a Nathan Drake or a Master Chief, and they have their own personalities and their own stories, you're controlling them, and you're kind of choosing how the story goes out. Which may be why it's harder to make movies out of video games because when we look at books they've been written as there's this person's story and you have no input on that. You're just going along on this journey. While in video games, you have the input on what they, how they actually do that. So that might be, that might be the, the thing that is keeping the movie versions of video games working but makes books better to base movies off of or television shows, you know. I feel like that I, can work too. I wonder if there's also a little bit of self-reflection in video games in video games you don't have the thought process or like uh you know books they lay out the backstory very plainly for you they tell you what they went through a lot of times they tell you what they're thinking in a moment you can really dive into the back end of a character whereas on video games we have a little bit of story and sometimes we get backstory but how much of it is self-projection of what we think about that character of what we feel for that character um and maybe a little bit of ourselves going into it so once it's on the big screen we kind of lose that connection a little bit or maybe i'm way off base and that's not even a thing no no i think i, I, can I think there's that. some truth in that uh and why i think it is tommy's we were actually out of town this weekend on the drive we were listening to a podcast that my wife loves it's called dear mr potter and it's uh hey. from a guy named alistair uh, what's alistair's Story last Wonks. name matt alistair steven yeah i think Alistair Steven, and uh, it's actually not Storywonks anymore. I found this out. It's Point North is his new company. Oh, good. Uh, that is podcast. But, but he does. He does one. One of the things he does primarily is he 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 analyzes story. It's really fascinating. And this one that my wife loves, Harry Potter, and so they're going through. They're reading the books right now, and he's kind of dissecting it, kind of almost like a lecture format. But it's really entertaining. But one of the things he pointed out, we, they were in the Prisoner of Azkaban. Uh, it was talking about how the book's perspective shifts. From like this wide shot and you go directly to what Harry Potter's thinking in that moment and like laid out perfectly and you know there's no there's no guessing in moments like that because it's not like a video game like you were saying because I think some of that's true is like you've got this you know self-reflection of you're controlling the character I mean like would Master Chief actually like kill hump somebody in real life like the character <laughs> probably not but when I think of Master Chief that's one of the first things that come to mind because of video games that wouldn't happen in a book because hmm. we I don't know exactly man. there's some thinking. weird books out there <laughs> there is some weird books there is but 
I think in books you get a clearer picture of exactly what's going on. Like you can be in someone's head than in someone else's head, and even movies has a harder time with that to some degree. Uh, mm-hmm. Books, man, just because of the imagination, have this ability that they can do almost anything. In the matter, you know, a random topic we should talk about one day uh, that's along these lines is what about video games to books? Because I remember reading all the Halo books back oh, in the day. Oh yeah, that's true. Because like that was one thing I was, I was disappointed with. Um, Halo 5, because we get to introduce, we actually get to see Blue Team, which was uh, Master Chief's team before, like, the games, and, like, I was really excited we were actually getting to see Blue Team in um, an actual game, because I had read all these super cool stories of, of all, back when there were tons of Spartans, and how Blue Team, like, he had these these Spartans with him that they were, like, super, super close to, but then they were really kind of boring and didn't do anything in the game. So I was really disappointed in yeah. that. So that, that, is, that would be a good future topic. And that is a good topic because Star Wars is another good example of like these, these things that started out as movies or video games or just things that are not books but have spawned a lot of books that people really love. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other ones like that. But, you know, these, these big worlds these universes you know that's what star wars is more than movies it's a universe and same thing for halo and you know for so many mm-hmm. of these other things and uh yeah it's interesting to see what kind of comes out of it guys let me ask you guys a question kind of diving back into this what what is this is kind of a question off the top of your head what's the first book you remember that was made into a movie that like you you can think of off the top of your head i was thinking about this question earlier and I'm sure there's probably another example of something before this, but the first thing that pops in my head was, is The Lord of the Rings. Because I just remember when the movies came out and them being really big and everybody being really excited about them. And at the time, I think I was probably in middle school, and I remember finding the actual books in the library at school and going, oh, they're books. That's super cool. You know what? I'm going to read the books. And I like I read all the books and loved them and they were really really hard to read, but I remember reading them in middle school and just loving them and that's kind of what sparked my love of that world and those movies and everything that Tolkien, you know, designed and came up with. So I think that's like I said there's probably something else, but that's what the first one that came to mind would be. I think for me um for ones that we've like we've personally read, or I've at least personally read, I think the first one that comes to mind is this uh, a book by my favorite author called Relic. And in the I think it was the late nineties, early two thousands, they made this horrendous <laughs> really bad like horror film out of it. And it was just <laughs> remember being a senior in high school and it coming on sci-fi at like two o'clock in the morning, one morning. And, um, it was well after it ever aired, but I had just, I had just discovered this book at like a used bookstore and I, I fell in love with these authors. And I remember turning it on and just being like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I think I, that's funny, Tommy. I'm assuming it was bad. Like, not not good bad like some bad sci-fi movies can be no it was like it was it was genuinely i i almost convinced myself to turn it on uh just to reminisce for this podcast and i i couldn't do it <laughs> I, I think do it. i think for me and i i this is like a really early memory so i don't have all the fragmented pieces but like i vividly remember being read a peter pan book and then I remember the first time I watched, like, the Disney Peter Pan. And, like, you, you know, like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, 
at least growing up, like we had like favorite Disney kid movies when we were growing up, and that was like me. Like everybody knew I loved Peter Pan, but I just Vivi. And and here's the thing: I don't remember if the Peter Pan book was like based off Disney's movie, and I just hadn't seen it before then or not. But either way, Peter Pan has been around forever, and I remember seeing the Peter Pan like animated kid as a kid. Uh, and just being amazed. And then when I was older, I remember seeing Hook and thinking Hook was one of the best movies ever made. And maybe it's not, but in my head, it's, I just have such fond memories of that movie. Hook's fantastic. Rufio. <laughs> it's really funny. So we've been playing a lot of Overwatch lately, and my wife, Rufio. every time Lucio comes out, she's like, Lucio. It's pretty good. Can't stop, won't good. stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Audio medic. <laughs> Anyways. Love Lucio. He's fun. Yeah. I, you know, one that I remember uh, that's like an older one because uh, you know like we there were all these books that you were required to read you know go, growing up in the school system and you know, sometimes you hated them sometimes you actually didn't hate them I remember reading a book and then we watched the movie in class and I remember reading To Kill a Mockingbird and actually oh, enjoying that, great. and actually enjoying that book and then we watched the 1962 version of it um, in class, and I just remember it being such a good movie, and actually really, really liking it. So, like, didn't that have like Charleston Heston? It has. Hold on, I got it pulled up here. Uh, the I guy who played Atticus is Gregory Peck. Um, oh, Gregory Peck. Okay. Yeah, he's the main. I always guy. got them confused mm-hmm. for my uh, older generic white male actors. <laughs> <laughs> Can we all That's agree true. to kill Mockingbird is a great book? fantastic such a good book kind of want to reread it mm. yeah let me ask you guys this question and i you know this isn't gonna be like a typical list video i don't think but what are some of your favorite you know movies that have based, been based off books that have just worked really well in your mind i'll go first uh since you know since it was the one i said first but i i think the lord of the rings is one of the best uh adaptations of a book that they left out parts that they could leave out, but they still hit the major key factors. And it's been a long time since I've read the books, but I remember watching the movies and being like, that was great. That was fantastic. They chose the right things to keep and they chose the right things to leave out. And then you go watch the extended editions and you're like, look at all these little things that, you know, oh, remind you of stuff that happens in the book. And it's been like an hour Those and a movies half. And you're still really in the Shire. Edition and ran with it. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. As as opposed to I, like, have, I, as, I will as, say this. I think Return of the King extended edition, it is so long, but it it makes that movie so much better. Oh gosh, so think, much better. I think the first cut of that was like almost five hours long, like the original cut before they started like it. narrowing it down, which is kinda crazy to think about. So I just I couldn't we can't I can't talk about my favorite books to movies without at least starting off with Lord of the Rings, for me at least. And that's a great one because I think, and Tommy, I'd love to hear your thoughts, but I feel like that, you know, not the Hobbit, not the new stuff they did, but what Peter Jackson and his team did with the, you know, Fellowship of the Rings, Two Towers, and Return of the King was done really, really well. And I think a lot of people look at that as being some of the best, you know, translations from a book to movies. And I agree, like, I love those movies. Um I love everything about the Lord of the Rings. I'm a big Tolkien guy, and uh, man, it's good stuff. Tommy, what do you think about it? Oh man, I love Lord of the Rings. I think um, the Two Towers was the first time I ever 
like sat and waited in line at a movie theater and <laughs> like i mean and not just like waited in line but i mean like camped in a line and uh i think it was seventh grade me and my friend just went and sat out there for about four or five hours because we lived on a base that had one theater like one oh, like one theater room and everyone wanted to see it mm, man you know, I, I think something that made that movie really well is the technology you got to the point that the CGI and stuff they did use in the film doesn't look overly CGI. Like, I remember, gosh, do you remember that really horrible Mortal Kombat movie they did? Oh, man. But, like, reptile, like, the reptilian guy or whatever was, like, the most horrible CGI thing. I saw that one day when I was flipping through channels, and I was thinking gosh the cgi is just so glaring like it's like how did they ever think this looked good it was so bad uh but that but i feel like by the time lord of the rings came around like even today it holds up really well because i don't i don't know i guess the tech just got to a point that it doesn't it doesn't seem quite as cgi e well i think too i think it's a mixture of things because if you go watch jurassic park i mean how old that movie is and i mean the cgi holds up really well and it's 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 because it's done well, and it's not just CGI. It's a mixture, and I think yeah. that's where the original Lord of the Rings really shown was uh, the fact that it wasn't just you know they yeah they did things in green rooms and or green screens and um but I mean there was still practicals there was still practicality yeah. it was a mixture it wasn't a hundred percent composited it was. I don't know. To me, it felt truly like the artistic expression of things. And that's where I really hated The Hobbit. I really, I really hated the um, overuse of CGI. It's just nothing felt real to me. And it was hard, you know, hard for me to, to bear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see that. I've got another well, one. I, I've got one. But go, go right ahead, Matt. I insist. Okay. Because uh, I forgot that this was a book, but Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, and yeah. of course, I'm talking about not the newer one they did. I'm the talking Gene Wilder. about the Gene Wilder one because it's a masterpiece. Classic. And I absolutely love it. And I could, like, there's just so much good. Uh, I just love the Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. So good. That's a movie it. that is full of wonder. Like, I even today, like, I watch that movie and it's just, like, it's ridiculous and fun and, like, just full of wonder like i remember the first time i saw it as a kid just being like what so cool there's a chocolate river who doesn't want to go hang out in a chocolate river the terrifying boat scene that scared the crap out of me as a kid yeah you know Uh, all right so so for me and and this won't be a surprise room and i guess we can get obvious ones out of the way but like you know my wife's gonna not believe this but i think the harry potter films all of them and there's a ton of them we're all really done well. And I have read very little of Harry Potter, but I can speak to say, I think this is true to form because my wife loves Harry Potter has read every single Harry Potter thing. And it's probably some of her favorite movies. And I, again, like they're just done so well. Um, mm-hmm. and so true to the books in so many ways from what, and, uh, I don't know, man, it's just fun, full of wonder. Like I had not seen them until honestly, just recently, maybe a year or two ago. And, we sat down and watched them all over the course of a few weeks. And I'll tell you from someone who loves Tolkien and still thinks that wizards should have staffs and not wands. It's it's pretty magical. And, uh, it's pretty, it's 
pretty great. I can't deny that. The story and the development, the characters and the way it went, it was just, it's great. Mm-hmm. Man, that's actually, that's a really good choice. Um, well, I'm going to, I'm going to straight to one that I don't know if either of you guys have seen, and I'm sure not a lot of people, not a lot of our listeners have seen, but I really enjoyed the Maze Runner. Oh, uh, no, yeah. I didn't get a chance Rudy to see told that. told me one. that. Uh, yeah, and I, I speak exclusively to the first one. I was really disappointed um, in the second one that came out, and uh, I, I didn't read any of the books, but my little sister did, and you know, we'd go together, and we're still we're going to go to the third one. We go opening night for those, and um, I, I just really enjoyed, really enjoyed that book or like that movie, that that book movie, mm. that yeah. big. Tommy, didn't you walk into that movie thinking it was going to be something completely different than what it was, and it turned out to be, like, refreshingly good? I think so. I think that sounds about right. I mean, I think I walked in there with a really open mind. I knew it was – I mean, I was excited for it. I was really gung-ho to go see it, but I had no clue what it was about. I had no no real basis of understanding, and so I think it did surprise me in a couple ways, and I enjoyed it to the point where – and this is going to sound really weird for me, but I think it was the first movie I ever saw three times in a theater. Mm, I went wow. back within the span of two weeks, three times. Wow. Wow. I have to give that a shot then. I have I'm trying not to think the only movie that. I've went and saw three times in theaters may have been The Force Awakens. Yeah, same. I don't know if, I don't know if there's more of that. I think I saw um, Force I've Awakens I've got one that I loved, and that I know Matt liked, and Tommy, you may not have liked, but I loved John Carter of Mars. And I know people hate that movie, and it tanked, and they'll never oh, make that's it right. again. There and I wasn't episode. here for that episode, by the way. And Tommy I listened to that episode. It. Well, listen, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Barsoon. I mean, come on now. Um, and uh, I, I thought John Carter of Mars was really good. I liked it. I understand the critiques, but I also loved it because I think it was like, some of that mixture of bad old sci-fi ridiculousness and <laughs> wild west and he can jump and mars has got all this crazy stuff that doesn't really happen but for me john carter is a great book to uh film and to the point that i even like read started reading the books after i watched the movie and they were really great too so it's just mm-hmm. my opinion no it's not everybody's but i love john carter of mars i'm sorry you didn't finish it tommy you know, it's okay. I, I see why people like it, and I think everyone deserves to like something horrible. <laughs> That's understandable. God, way to compliment with a slap in the face, Tommy. <laughs> I could. I, I mean, I got. There's plenty of things that I know that I like. People are like, mm, <laughs> you're wrong. Uh, what about some other favorites? Really good. Recommendations. Book to movies. Hunger Games. Oh, oh yeah. that's a great one. I've not read the Hunger Games, but I've watched all the movies. They were all fun. I mm. love the i I watched the movies and then went back and actually read the books. And um, you know, as always, the book is better than the movie. But yeah. I, mm. um, I, I really love like, the book. I heard some things in the books of Hunger Games were like terrifying compared to what that was in the film. Like, evidently, those like dog animals they released were like made up of human body parts and stuff and they were they were yeah they were re like reimagined uh they were they were werewolf zombie versions of like the dead tributes that's uh, like crazy. the fallen people yeah. were were converted into these werewolf yeah. things yeah like uh, 
this is like nightmare fuel. Holy crap. No, absolutely. No, the books were, I mean, the books were really well done. And, and I just think there were, you know, as always, there's always elements that I wish had made it into the movie. But, mm-hmm. you know, I enjoyed those. I enjoyed those movies. I never read the books, but I, I had a friend in college when the first movie was announced who was like, she was obsessed with the books and she was super super excited for them and so i eventually you know went and saw it because like she just kept going on and on about it and i enjoyed them it took me a little while to get to finally see all of them but when i did i thought it was overall an interesting story in a very thought-provoking world and that that was my favorite part the concept of the world was very interesting to me so yeah the world was very interesting i agree fun fact i actually saw them out of order I saw the second one before I saw the first one. I really liked the second one. My favorite part of the second one was the fact that there was like all this like we get to see of like them recovering from the last Hunger Games and all this yeah. other stuff. And then the there was like and then they were like, oh no, they got picked for the next Hunger Games. And I just thought for sure that that actually wasn't going to happen until the next movie. And then the second Hunger Games starts or whichever one it was. And I was like, oh, oh, we're getting to see this whole thing in this movie. Oh, okay. Heck yeah. Because yeah. I guess up to that point, it felt like the movie was already really long. Like, not not in a bad way, but I was just like, there's no way we're going to get to see, like, any of that. And then the, the set, that Hunger Games started, and it did the entire thing. And I was like, wow, okay, cool. And so yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I've got another one. I think maybe one of my favorite movies of all time, and I think you guys would probably agree with this too, uh, Jurassic Park, man. Um, yeah, I, forget I always forget it's based on a book. book. Yeah. yeah, I actually, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, that and the Lost World, and I've actually heard um, my father-in-law has said that the Lost World. I've not read either of the books. I've, I've wanted. I think I've got Jurassic Park. I've just never started it. But I've heard the Lost World was a great like second book, and they didn't do a great job with the movie as far as like like there was some really cool stuff happening in the book. And but Jurassic Park, man, like I, that music too, like. I remember last time I was at Universal, you know, you come around the corner and there's the gate for Jurassic Park and like they've got the music playing. I, I mean, my heart just is like, I love it. I love it so much. Um, but man, mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is one of my favorite movies of all time and great, great from book movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I right I saying both of that. you guys love Jurassic Park? I just want to make sure. Yeah, I don't want to speak out of turn. No, I meant to mention it when Tommy had mentioned the the use about it being having cgi that still holds up yeah how it's used i meant to mention it but we kind of just kept rolling with that but i 100 percent agree um one that i didn't know was based on a book i just found it when i was doing some research uh is an old classic western that they have actually done a newer version of recently which is true grit and oh, I, I really I like both versions the the old John Wayne one which is I mean a classic western but even the newer one they did um, it's probably been about five years or so um, but they did a newer version and I really really liked it too and it's just I, I enjoy a good western every once in a while so I, I just think those are you know a shoe in if you yeah. if you do it a good western you really need to this isn't based off a book I don't think but you really need to see uh, hell or high water I've heard good things about that. I have not seen that. That was... Rebecca and I watched that recently, and that was a really good movie. Hmm. Okay. Um, I've got a few more. Tommy, you got any? Before I Yeah. uh, I think the last one that I can think of that I actually really enjoy that was based off a book is um, Ender's Game. 
I was gonna. Uh, yeah. I was about to ask you what you. Th- I really liked Ender's Game. I couldn't remember if you liked the movie or not. Yeah, I own the book. I haven't had a chance to read it. Uh, no. Kind of like I own Maze Runner, and I haven't <laughs> taken the time to read it. Um, mm-hmm. But I liked it. Oh, Jaws! Jaws is a fantastic movie based <laughs> off of a book. How could I we forget Jaws. such a thing? I didn't know Whoa. Jaws was a book. <laughs> this, oh, Peter Brinchley, yes. That realization. Oh my god! On my shelf, I have it. Like I'm, I'm staring at it. Why? I feel, I feel bad. You should probably <laughs> not go swimming here anytime soon. Then, if that's the case, just <laughs> Fight Club's like, apparently based on a book. I yeah, didn't know that. That, that was going to be my next one. I love Fight Club. It's a weird it's, movie, but I love Fight Club. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's great. Great. I got hey, one. my other one, my last one, and then Matt, if you've got any, but yeah. Fight Club was one of mine. I had two more, and then the other one, and one of my favorite movies, of, probably of all time, but it's comp- it's another one of those that people may not like. I loved it because it's just so ridiculous. Um, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No, yes, that was my last one. <laughs> <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is so good. If you've never watched the movie or read the book, it's so good. It's so funny. <sighs> And I don't think my wife has seen the movie. We we need to watch I'm that movie. So sad. <laughs> I do have another one. I love. Oh, that is sad. Actually, that was one of the first movies I made Rebecca watch when we started that's, it. That's we all the, like I that movie. Made, I want to make sure. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I think that I don't know if I've actually made my girlfriend watch it. I, we have because nice. I made her watch it when we first started dating, so she it's would understand fun. why I always answer forty-two to everything. <laughs> yeah, hey, can I ask a question? Forty-two. 42. What? You, you get it. So, what were you saying, Tommy? Uh, I got one more that I, uh, The Martian. Oh I yeah, I've not that watched movie. that yet. I've heard great things. I, well, I, I'll be honest. I didn't love the movie. It got it did really well. I read the book after watching the movie, and I think it did a really good job capturing it. Um, I still feel like that was, I don't know. I felt like it was a money grab. I didn't feel like his heart was in it. But good movie, Matt Damon. Good stuff. Yeah. Well, since Drew stole my other one, <laughs> aka the Tiger's Guide to the Galaxy, because I just got really excited when I remembered that. Okay, one I can't believe we haven't mentioned is the Chronicles of Narnia. Yeah. Because I love the books, and while the movies may not be the best ever done movies, I don't think any of them are bad. They've done three of them, and I've enjoyed all of them, and I thought they did a de- pretty good job of capturing the, the, the big points from those books and I really enjoyed the last one they did because um, the voyage of the Dawn Treader was probably one of my favorites of all the stories of Chronicles of Narnia and they did that a couple years back and I, I really really enjoyed that one so I I have to put it on there so yeah I actually like never seen the third one it's good it was it was pretty good I think that they're all I think all three are equally as good I think maybe even two and three may be a little bit better than the first um, but I don't Isn't think they're Peter in like Dinklage fantastic, in amazing movies. Yeah, Peter Dinklage is a, a dwarf in the second one. Yeah, he is. I need to go back and watch dwarf bearded Peter Dinklage. <laughs> um, I've got two like that. Dwarf. I've got two. Just actually, I've got I've got a few right here that I think we should mention. First off, Gone with the Wind is based off a movie. I mean, based off a book, not a movie. <laughs> it is a movie. The Godfather, based off books. Oh, uh, fantastic book and mm-hmm. fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, another one. Uh, uh, 
I think Forrest Gump is based off a movie. I'm mean, based yeah, off a book. It's based off a book. <laughs> I'm really struggling right now. Um, and then this one, and my mother probably is never going to listen to this podcast, but my mother's favorite movie is Last of the oh, Mohicans. God. And I just discovered right now that it's based off a book. So, Mom, it is this the worst you. book ever. I tried read reading it? it in middle Yes, I read it in middle school, and it's terrible i hate it because i watched the movie because mom loves the movie so much and i the movie's pretty good and i tried to read the book and oh it's so bad it's it's oh don't read i got one uh when i was a little kid my dad used to read me this uh this book called uh uh the rocketeer yeah oh man i know is that that's a book that's a book yeah i mean i I don't know what came first the book or the movie because i also own that (laughs) really terrible movie but no i remember my dad used to read to me the rocketeer uh i loved that book i have i've got to have it somewhere lying around yeah um i'm not saying it's a long one and it probably has pictures in it but it was <laughs> still it's a bound book well tommy you bring up a good point i think i think maybe we should pivot the conversation so as many good movies as they are, and we could probably Ooh, go on for another one. 30 minutes naming great good movies. What are some... No, I think books? that's the last one I got. That's I the last one. one. I have one more. The Princess Bride, by the way, is based off a book, and that's a oh, great you movie. Got it. Classic. Yep. Uh, but, Matt, what do you got for us? What are some not great books that have been turned... Or movies that are based off books? The books may be great. They just didn't do a good so, job. So, uh, you know, with the Chronicles of Narnia, I was super excited when they were going to make those movies because I'd read the books. And so, you know, you always get excited when you find out they're making a movie version of like one of your favorite books, or at least I used to be like that before I realized that that doesn't always work out. And so I loved the, this set of books when I was in middle school and high school, and I heard they were making a movie version of it. And so I was super, super giddy and excited and it came out and it's terrible and it is called aragon oh, oh gosh that man. book was really good but that movie was bad oh gosh it was bad aragon is a set of four books about dragons and you know all kinds of cool stuff and it's it's very uh star wars influenced and lord of the rings influenced and it and it was i just loved it when i was in middle school and high school reading them and i think the last book came out when i was in college and i still haven't read it and i feel bad for it but they made a movie about it and i was so excited and the movie's just so bad they left out like super super key factors and all these things and the acting was pathetic the cgi was kind of meh and it was just i've never been more disappointed by a movie Ever, I, I think it's the most disappointing movie I've ever seen because I was I just love those books so much. So when we picked this topic, I knew I knew this was going to be my first one of ones that I hate. So yeah, Eric, <laughs> love the books. Hate I've the got movie. one. Do y'all remember that horrible? All right, first off, Gulliver's Travels, like classic story. Okay, Jack mm. Black. Do you remember that horrible like him? Yeah, and it was it just I knew it was going to be bad. I, I, I did, and it was not good. I regret watching it. And I'm listen, so I like Jack Black, but Jack Black is Jack Black in every film, I'm pretty sure. And that's okay, but I just, it just did not do it for me. Mm-hmm. Tommy, what you got for us? This is your, like, sweet spot, bro. So, uh, 
I'm going to pull out some that I don't think anybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, another favorite arth- uh, authors of mine or author of mine when I was growing up was Frank Preddy. Um, I know who that is. This Present Darkness. Used to love those books. And him and Ted Decker teamed up and they did this book called House. And I read, it's probably the only book I've ever read repeatedly. I read it two or three times when I was a kid. Loved it. Terrifying. Awesome. And then in college, they made the movie. And it didn't hit theaters around here. It wasn't in rental houses. I remember having to pirate this thing (laughs) to get my hands on it. Wait, I shouldn't say that on podcast. I remember obtaining this through uh, <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> legal means. Uh, yes, there was there was. Uh, anyways, um, no, but I, I remember watching it, and it was just, I, it was awful. I, I had such huge high expectations, and they ruined it. Uh, and I think my favorite part to me was there was a moment where a little girl like laughs and, and like runs in the background and my roommate who was watching it with me up until this point says, uh, uh-uh, nope, I'm out of here. Peace. <laughs> and like leaves and he's gone for good. It's not, not a great sign, bro. Oh no. All right, Drew, you're up. Um, so there's a lot guys. It's sad <laughs> to say this. So much. <laughs> Um, I think for me, um, so, and I, I don't know if this counts or not. Wasn't League of Extraordinary Gentlemen based off like a graphic novel book? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure of that, yes, right? It is. It was not, it was not, not great. a book, but a graphic novel, I believe. But yeah, it's, Can we, but all I those guess, characters I mean, I are guess, based on book characters. So yeah, it works. Go for yeah. It. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's kind of what was my thing is that they're all like characters from books in stories that are actually pretty good classics some may say not all of them per se but then you've got this movie that just was not great like mm-hmm. it was just not great oh um, that's that's fair mm-hmm. and like it could have been you know what i'm saying like had sean connery it did i mean it did and i don't even remember who he played as in it he was like that like sniper from the wild west or something like that i can't remember his character i can remember almost all the other ones except him but yeah it had sean connery in it but couldn't help. Hmm. Nope. Couldn't save do it. Y'all rem- Couldn't save do it. Do y'all remember the really bad Cat in the Hat movie they tried to do? I just was thinking <laughs> of Mike that. Myers. <laughs> Michael Myers. Michael Myers was the cat Mike- in the hat. <laughs> I just saw something and was like, oh, God, that was so bad. <laughs> oh. Anyway, sorry. Anybody else got another one? So, <laughs> there's so many. Oh, <laughs> I just want to like start listing. I don't even want to go into detail on all of these. Like the Twilight Saga. Let's go just put it. out there the Twilight Saga. Oh, uh, let's. Oh well, then Fifty Shades 50, of Grey. If you're gonna go there, shades, I'm gonna drop. That's one fine. There. I'm fine with including that. There. Are we in a dead. sad world that like a a bad like a a bad <laughs> teen book gets made into this like phenomenon, and then fan fiction of that becomes its own movies? Like, makes, what does that speak about where we live in right now? Nauseous. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we've already talked yeah. about it, but to death probably at this point. But The Hobbit, all three. You know, see, I, I mean, I, I mean, there's, there's, I disagree. Good I get it. Some but, stuff, but like when you look at it compared to the Lord of the Rings, it's, it's closer to uh, bad. It, it's not, it's not the best. I get it. I understand. I don't, I wish, I just wish it would have been better mm-hmm. because I love The Hobbit so mm-hmm. much. The Hobbit's one of those books that's just amazing. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, I didn't see this one, but what did you guys think of The Giver? I saw The Giver. I didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think it was great either, though. I understand why people wouldn't like it. I don't think I saw The Giver. I didn't like Hold it. On. The Giver. <laughs> <laughs> What's The Giver? Well, you must not have no, liked it. I don't think I saw it. Mm. Uh, this one, I you know, depending on who you talk to, probably to some degree, but like I think 2013, Leonardo DiCaprio and them did The Great Gatsby. I knew some people liked that. Some people didn't like it because kind of the way they did it. So I can understand that both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember kind of same thing I just said about The Giver. Like I didn't think it was necessarily bad, but I also understand why some people didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, it was. I'm I'm indifferent about it. I saw it in theaters, and I didn't, I didn't want my money back. Yeah, and I like the book, The Great Gatsby. Yeah, I, but I, you know, I think if we're comparing the movie to how good the book is, it didn't do it justice. So that may be why it falls into this bad category. Um, I think the one they did in '74 may have been better than the one that they did in 2013 with Leonardo DiCaprio. I saw it and actually enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good, but I can see where if you compare it to the original book, it doesn't it it doesn't even hold a candle to it. So, you know. Side note: lots of people thought Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was horrible. Lots of people were wrong, and we all did here. So, yeah, lots lots of people should take a a short fall (laughs) off a very small cliff. Oh, they did a Great Gatsby in night. Just kidding! I love you guys. Wow, that's interesting. And one in 1926. Yep. There's a lot of great Gatsby movies, apparently. <laughs> Go figure. Hey, what was the one? It was like not Clash of Gods oh. or Clash of Titans. Yeah, there's um, one called Clash of the Titans. Oh, Attack of the No, it was Attack of the Titans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anime? Attack um, on Titans? Uh, no, what was what was it? We all had to read the Kraken. That one, yeah, that's the one. Oh my gosh, dang it, Drew! That's uh, Clash, <laughs> Clash of, of the Titans. Clash of the Attacks of the Titan Attack. Clash Titans released. Oh, Titan. Beowulf! Beowulf with Angelina Jolie was an awful movie. Oh yeah, that was terrible. I remember that. It was weirdly. Can we just can we just say we should stop trying to make? Like Norse mythology into movies because we are yeah. royally messing it up. Vikings you know, really is a bad good TV team. show, but that's not about Norse mythology. No, it's a fantastic it's about the show. Vikings. That's... So I guess See, I love Norse mythology, and I think there's something there that could work, but they just haven't done it well. <laughs> yeah, they have not I found. Think, it. I don't think they understand. And maybe, and let me ask you guys this question. So we we've seen lots that work and lots that don't work. What do you is there something that fundamentally makes a book that's going to be a movie better or not? Because I have an idea, but I'm curious what y'all's is. Like what made the Lord of the Rings work, but the Hobbit not? When we know for a fact, I've read both of those um, or all of those books, and like they're both phenomenal in their own ways. Knowing what is important in the story and in the books and what you can leave out. I think that's a big factor Um, because you've got to condense all these pages, many times hundreds and hundreds of pages into a movie, which means there's going to be some things that are lost in translation Um, because like like we talked about earlier in books, you get to see what the person's thinking and how everyone reacts and stuff. And that's much harder to convey 
on a movie screen. So it's there's just like there's almost an art form to knowing and being able to identify the important factors and the things that you can leave out or the things that you got to remember or, and the things that you can kind of change here and there. I think that's that's a big factor into it. I'm going to be a big jerk. I'm going to say it's heart because I think a lot of these books to movies, I think you can tell the difference when they're doing it for the money and when they're doing it because they really like the director or the producer or those involved really loved the source material. Yeah. That was going to kind of be my thought, Tommy. I think, I think the good movies that have come from books, whoever's directing or whoever's the force behind that, um, and even maybe the actors. I mean, I think that I think the thing that makes it work is you've got to be a fan of it. Does that make sense? You've got to you've got to actually read it. Some of these movies, you guys ever get the feeling with some of these movies are like, did you even read the same book I did? Yeah, Aragon. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, do you ever get the feeling that like they they just kind of skim through? And I think what both of y'all said is true. But I just feel like. I think this is what makes me think of this. Um, Ben Affleck. Okay, so say what you want to about Batman. You say Ben Affleck. Affleck. (laughs) Sorry. I was just gonna. I think I did. That's what I heard. (laughs) I was just gonna let it go, but sure. Um. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail. No, no, it's. I'm trying to remember where I was going with that. Um. You were talking about our Batman. Our Batman. All right, Ben Affleck. Is that right? Hashtag, he's my Did I Batman. say that right? Ben Affleck? We're good? Affleck. Affleck? Am I messing this up? Okay, please edit this out. Okay, you're fine. I was just going to let it go, but no, please Tommy apparently won't let it go. I, I didn't well, say anything the second time. That was you. How is it pronounced? Affleck? It's an E, not an A, so it's Affleck, not Affleck. Okay. So here we go. Oh, you're good. You're good. Keep so going, here's what I think. Ben, here's an example that makes him. Ben Affleck um, loves Batman. And like, say what you want to about Super uh, Batman versus Superman, but one of the best parts of that movie was Batman um, and his portrayal of Batman. And I think a, a lot of that has to do with the fact that like he's a fan; he understands the character. He kind of does what you were saying a minute ago, Matt. Like he understands what's important and what's not as important because you can't convey everything in film that a book can. Um, and I kind of feel like that kind of notion works when it comes to actors and directors and teams behind books to movies. If you understand the source and you're kind of a fan of it, it seems like most times we get stuff that works really well. Now, I'm not saying that's a hard and fast rule, but that's kind of what it feels like. Uh, and I think sometimes you can see when things are rushed and when things are not rushed, but that goes for any movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Y'all got any more bad movies? Um, this is one that was probably good as a kid, but I can't stand it now that I'm adult. Charlotte's Web. Hmm. Come on, man. Interesting. I cannot comment because I haven't seen Treasure Planet. Spiders. Treasure. No, it's it's actually the the pig. I can't stand the. pig Are you saying Treasure Planet? It's a bad book movie. No, no, no. Why? Like the section we're talking about. I know, but but I just remembered Treasure Planet and uh, or um, Treasure Island. No, no, I mean Treasure Planet is Treasure Planet. Treasure Island is just in space, which makes it better. Such a good choice. I love that movie. Well, guys, let me let me ask you a question. Have you ever seen a movie that's from a book, and maybe you didn't even know it per se, and then you found out it was based off a book, 
and then gone and actually read the book. Has that ever happened to you? Hunger Games, The Martian, The Godfather. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings, since I saw there were movies, and then I was like, oh, like I said in middle school, I was like, oh, they're books. <laughs> you know what? And I applaud you because I did the same thing. I went to my school library and like got Lord of the Rings. Or no, I think I tried to start with The Hobbit because everyone says it technically starts with The Hobbit. No, no, I didn't make it. Like, <laughs> really? I, I love The I Hobbit, couldn't man. do it. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. There's spending five pages talking about. I know it's not, but like sp- five pages on a toaster is exactly what that book felt like to me. See, that's how I felt about Game of Thrones when I yeah, read don't the, read the Game first of chapter, Thrones. first couple that chapters. About yeah, describe like oh, meal, like in super detail, and I'm just like, bro, where, where did um, you? <laughs> so for me, John Carter of Mars, um, and there's another one. Gosh, another one that I really enjoyed is, and this is not a book. I mean, it is a book, but it's not a movie. It's a video game. But the Witcher video games. Are based oh, yeah. off a really great book series, and like I really, yeah, I was playing Witcher three, and it's a really good game. Um, and then I was like, found out there were books, and we were going out of the country or something, so I loaded up like the first one on my Kindle, and oh my goodness, it's so interesting and so good. Um, the game, they're great. Correct me if I'm wrong, Drew, but the games are based on the books in the sense of the world, like Geralt, Geralt or Geralt, however you say his name, isn't in the books. So he's like a unique character, right? No, he is. Oh. He, he is the main character in the books. Yeah, the video games, in the video games from what I, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like that world. It's really interesting. Um, it's a really interesting premise. Um, and But yeah, it, it's him in the... the um, it's him in the game, the same character. He The first two Witcher games, supposedly he has amnesia, so none of that is in any of the books. But then the third one... Uh, when Yennefer comes back in, like Yennefer was like majorly in the first book um, I read and stuff. So like, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but that's probably been one of my favorite books I've read because of a movie. So yeah. Hmm. Or I really want to read, I haven't seen it yet because it's not out yet, but I really want to read Ready Player One before the movie comes out. Ditto. That's a thing. Yeah. Hey, also, on a kind of a side, random side note, I forgot to mention this during news, but it kind of relates. The One of the actors for that movie are talking about, The Giver, that I did not see. Um, Bryn, uh, Britton Thwaites, he played Jonas in that. I haven't seen mm-hmm. it, so I don't know who that is. Uh, but he is just been cast this week as Dick Grayson Nightwing in the Titans television series they're doing. And as y'all know... Nightwing's one of my favorite characters, and I'm also really, really excited about this live-action show, and so I'm super excited they've got an actor finally picked out for him, and I think this kid is probably a good good choice. The only other thing I've seen him in is he's the younger guy in the new Pirates of the Caribbean movie that came out, Henry, and I thought he did pretty good in that movie, so I'm excited to see what he'll do in this role that I very much enjoy reading comics and stuff about, so I just thought that would be fun to mention since y'all had mentioned the giver and he's in it. And I like how you're like Nightwing's one of my favorite characters. You mean like your favorite here superhero? I mean, you bought a motorcycle that's Nightwing colors. I mean, and then and then the, the jacket. Yeah, you do have a Nightwing motorcycle Guys, jacket. Everyone's going to think I'm weird it's now. Sick. If y'all it's if you point out my No, it's cool. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've got a I... master sword hanging on my wall and 
I bought a computer case because it looked like the egg from the alien poster. Okay, love it's what you love, man. I, I, Nightwing is my favorite character. Because <laughs> I love the Bat family, and Nightwing, if you read any of the comics or know any of the character, he's literally a fun Batman. He's just as skilled and awesome as Batman, but he's got like the personality like Spider-Man, where he's really quippy and funny and stuff. So oh. I dig him. I need to. Uh, I need to go check that out. Yeah, the cause... more I read like the actual Nightwing comics and stuff, the more I realize why I like him and like why like he he's like Spider Man a lot. Like he's really upbeat and chipper and like make cracks jokes in the middle of fighting and stuff, and it's awesome. But anyway, I thought that was cool news. I'm really excited for this Titans show, um, which is the main reason I'm going to end up getting that DC streaming service. So, yeah, yeah. Any final thoughts, guys? Lots of good and bad. Uh, go read a book. It's and fun. then watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. And then find out if they're gonna. And then tell us and what then you if think. They're gonna make a movie. Pray that it's okay, and you're not brokenhearted like I am about Aragon. And if you're gonna go see it, come hang out with us. I don't know when I'm gonna do it, but it's, it's happening this weekend, like one way or another. One way or another. I'm gonna find it. Hey, who remembers when Netflix did that? Um, that that teaser for i think it was the killing and they used that in the most creepy way don't don't know what you're talking about oh the song we just sang i love that we just burst out in song for no reason i mean there's a reason but if like netflix used that as a as a or some tv show used that as a trailer about a year or two ago and it was perfect because it was uh i don't know who did the cover but it was just like i'm gonna find you I'm gonna get you, get you, get you, get you. And it's just like, oh. Was it creepy on the, like, the level of them using the Pinocchio theme in Age of Ultron the first time we realized it, that was that? Because yes. that was creepy. That, that may yes, be the best thing that came level. out of that movie. <sighs> and and why I was disappointed, because that, that use of that was perfect. That's and cool. I think that's actually the main reason I wanted to go see it. Like, what got me was the initial teaser, the their use of music. You'll float too. You'll float too. We all float down here. Guys, I'm excited. I can tell. Well, there you go, guys. That is all our favorite good movies based on books and our least favorite bad Matt, where can you find us? Where can you find us? I will tell you. You can find us on all the social medias, including Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search The Valkyrie Cast. We would love for you guys to come and join in the conversation, especially on Facebook. It's easier to do that on Facebook. But you can go and leave a comment on Instagram or do whatever Twitter does because I'm not very good at Twitter, but these guys are, so that's awesome. Also, you can find our actual podcast on iTunes. Just look for The Valkyrie Cast. If you're on an Android device, you can go to Podbean, which is where we have all of our stuff as well. Or if you want to listen through a browser, like on a computer or something, you can just go to thevalkyriecast.com. It'll send you straight to our Podbean site where you can listen to on a browser. We appreciate you guys listening, and we would also love if you guys took the time and go to iTunes and leave us a review. We read them all. Five stars help us out a lot. If you want to be honest and give us something lower than that, that is not a problem. We love some criticism but if it's really low if you ain't got something nice to say don't say it at all and that's it that's our episode thanks for joining us and we will see you next time we are the valkyrie cast